On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, the Philadelphia 76ers winning streak snapped at eight, lost to the Wizards. Keith and I will break down what went wrong in the game. We'll do that next right here at Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are locked on 76 I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and partner from TheInquire.com, Sixers beat writer, Keith Pompey. What's going on, man? Yo, what's poppin', D? How you, bro? Oh, man, all is good. All is good. Unfortunately for the Sixers, they had their win streak snapped. We'll talk about how they uh, basically took that team lightly early on, and uh, as a result, they lost the game. Thanks for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day, and remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube right here at Locked On 76ers. Well, we'll talk about the uh, game last night and the approach and how things went wrong for the Sixers. We'll also get into a few other things and the possibility, again, of Tyrese Maxey returning. And then we'll also just simply uh, break down uh, a little bit more of this this team as they have been playing the way that they have been playing so far this season. Keith, uh, a, a tough loss for the Sixers last night, falling uh, to the Washington Wizards. And we talked about this before in our preview of how they struggle when they go to Washington. They did win in Washington in game one earlier in the year. The Wizards returned the favor back here in Philadelphia, stinging them in game two. And now the Wizards have a 2-1 series lead after they got them last night. And Bradley Beal was phenomenal in the first half. He had 17. He only ended up with 19. But... He got it started, and the Sixers, it seemed like they forced nine. By the way, they forced, I think it was nine turnovers early on and could not score off of those turnovers by Washington, and uh, it seemed like they took them a little bit, a little lightly, Keith. Yeah, they did. I mean, you know, it got to a point, if you really want to think about it, it got to a point early on, you know, Joel imposed his will, but everybody else was just standing around. So it was like Joel was matching points for them, right? Joel goes to the bench, and they still keep been getting buckets, and the Sixers really, you know, couldn't get any stops, right? I, I felt like their rotations early were huge. But it's, it's weird, man. It, it's one of those things where I, I felt like, you know, we talk about taking lightly, and we talked about it before. You know, you come in here, you play this team. It's like they're struggling. Yeah, Bradley Bill just came back. We know he's a max player, but – um. You know, Christos Persingas is a, a good player, but we finally got MB back, so he's going to do something to him. And I just felt like they just took him lightly. They were like, I mean, it looked like they were on cruise control. They had yeah. no sense of urgency, you know, this and that. I mean, you 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 want to commend them for coming back, but then you ask yourself, well, how come you couldn't do that, make those defensive stops early on? So, you know, it was – uh it, it, it was just one of those things where it just looked like they were like thinking we're good. We beat the Clippers. We beat the Knicks. We're going to smack this team around. And um, and then we're just going to go to uh, New Orleans. It, it just seemed like they was worrying about um, Bourbon Street, more so worrying about beating the Wizards. Yeah. So 
again, early turnovers that they did as you talk about their defense, they did have their defense stepped up early on, but they could not uh, take advantage of those extra opportunities early on to get those buckets to really put them away in that first quarter and have them try to use all of that energy and step up their defensive effort and, and come back and, and beat the Sixers. Uh, there was one play, Keith, in the uh, third quarter. The score was 90 to 85. And Daniel House uh, came down the floor. And sometimes he's a little out of control, uh, you know, that going too fast and uh, not really being able to stop. So he's going down the floor. He's going for a layup attempt. And he's going into a lot of traffic in, in the paint. It's like three guys in there. So as he's going in there, he misses the he 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 misses the uh, pass that he's trying to dump off to Montrez Harrell. I, I know what he was doing, but it was also one of those, what are you doing? <laughs> and he tried to dump it off because that's not his game to, to do that and make that type of pass uh, off of leaving his feet and already basically under the basket where it, it just wasn't a good pass. So as a result, the ball's going the other way off the turnover. Corey Kispert is uh flaring out to his left. They find him on his left. Very good three-point shooter. Leads the team in three-point shooting over 40%. And he rises up for a three. Coming out of nowhere, at least on the television side, for me, you were in the building, is coming out of the screen from the left is Daniel House trying to make up for the, the bad play. And he tries to block it, fouls Corey Kispert. Kispert makes the shot, nails the free throw. And instead of the Sixers being down three, they're now down nine. So a six-point swing on that one play because, again, trying to do too much when, as you pointed out, taking them lightly and you don't put your foot on them early and jump on that team right away. Now it's basketball, so things happen, but they had to be – you had to be smarter with those types of plays. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to be smarter, but that's who they are, dude. I mean – you know, they, that's how they play. When you make shots, it looks good. When you don't make shots, it looks bad. But that's who they are, you know. I mean, we like to say that um, when when they have ball, perfect ball movement, and they do everything, it works. But as you know, they have perfect ball movement when everything is going well. But when stuff starts getting crazy, then all of a sudden, everybody starts trying to be the hero. You know I mean? And they do and they do a little bit too much. Yeah, they do a little bit too much. Trying to press a little bit too much. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it got them last night, and part of it was the approach that was taken to the game. Who's responsible for the approach? Doc Rivers said last night that he felt like the team didn't come out with the right approach early on in the game. Um, typically, how does that stuff happen? We'll break it down a little bit here next, right here, locked on 76ers, as we talk about, again, continue the Sixers and their loss to the Washington Wizards last night. Let's talk about prize picks, right? Now, my man Luka Donich made me look good. Now, if, I, if you guys were betting on Luka last night with uh, prize picks, you would have got a lot of money. Because, see, this is how I'm talking about it. Like, I'll say tonight I'm taking Luka Donich to score more than 26.5 points, man. You would have won big time. LeBron James has scored more than seven point or record more than 7.5 rebounds. Kevin Durant to have less than six for five assists and Steph Curry to get more than 3.5 three pointers. So how does things work is you pick two to six players and if they will score more or less than their prize pick projections, you can win up to 25 times your money. 
There's no competing against other people. It's just you and the pro projections available. Prize offers projections for any sports you watch, any sports, NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, college basketball, goes on and on, right? So it's safe and fast withdrawals. And entries can be made within 60 seconds or less. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget the end of the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Did you expect him to, when you always talk about Luka Doncic, 60? He's 60 with 20, 21 rebounds and 10 assists or whatever it was. Yeah, nah, I, I don't expect anybody. Crazy. Nah, you know, and that's the crazy thing about it because you look at all these games, you look at, with Joel Embiid, at first he was the only person to do it twice, right? Um, or second, he at one point he was, and then it became him and Devin Booker, and now is him, Devin, and Luca with Luca scoring sixty. Like this is crazy, man, because it's kind of like these guys are good, but this is stuff that you would only expect from Michael Jordan, or Kobe Bryant, you know. You wouldn't even expect this from, you know, my man, Bernard King. I mean, he was the guy, but you wouldn't expect him to do it at this frequency, but um, uh, frequently. But, but you know, it, it's kind of like, I don't know, man. I don't know if the defense are down or, or what's going on, but it's like these guys are putting up video game numbers. Guys are just good, man. Got to give it to them. These guys are good. These guys are good, so. That was a crazy number, though, that he put up big time, big time. And they took down the New York Knicks in that game on Tuesday night. All right, Keith, uh, the approach. Doc Rivers said last night after the game that he felt like the team didn't have the right approach going in to the game. And I put that on the players because uh, the coach puts together the game plan, the coaching staff do whatever, you know, however they do their thing to have, have it go that way. We've seen it now for three consecutive games, Keith, where they've come out. And they've gotten down big in both games against the Clippers and the Knicks had to come back and they did come out on the right side with the W, but it got them on Tuesday night. Uh, the approach was not there. And it, as you said, they took the team lightly. Uh, when you look at approaching how you approach the game, how do you really view what Doc Rivers pointed out last night? I know you were one that also asked that question. Uh, following up on that and uh yeah i mean just the approach in general was not great you know i, I put it on everybody the coaching staff too okay. because the reason being is is because you know when you go into these games and everyone sees it like every time they play one of these games doc is asked pre-game every time hey this looks like a trap game what's happening oh yeah. now nah, we're ready we don't care about who we're playing you know, we 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 uh we, we don't play the opponent. We you know we're all about ourselves, and it finally bit them in the tail, right? And those are some other games where they had the battle back, right? So you know the fact is, it's like there's a problem, 
And and I know sometimes it's that confidence bravado and you do blame it on the players. But at the same time, if everybody in the in the building, all the reporters can sense that it's coming. Heck, we even talked about it on our podcast mm-hmm. that morning. So mm-hmm. if everybody in the building know that it's coming, it comes a point in time like, yo, what, what y'all going to do to fix it? You know what I mean? Because it seems, and it's always the same way. Yes, we blame two, we blame players, but it's just, it seems like the defense is lacking in the ball movement. Now, here's the problem. You're not making any stops, right? You're not making any stops. To, and towards the end, the second quarter, whatever. Matisse Seibel has to play. Matisse, let me look and see how many minutes Matisse played. Matisse played four minutes and 52 seconds. Right. So, and that was in the first half because Bradley Bill started going off. Yeah, exactly. And it was early like in that. And then so after that, it comes to a point where, you know, you're looking at guys like George Niang shot one for seven. Um, Daniel House was one for three, you know, stuff like that. DeAnthony Melton was uh, was a two for six. P.J. Tucker was 0 for one. Like it comes to a point where you got to make some you got to make some adjustments. So again, I get it. They didn't come to play, but if you got somebody torching y'all on the other end, you got to play the defensive play. It's not one of the top defensive players in the league, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, well, it got them as you said uh, on Tuesday, and uh, you know, even though they got off to that that hot start, and it was wild because Kuzma wasn't doing anything. Beal slowed down, and it was really at that point, Kristaps Porzingis started to score a little bit more, and they were getting contributions from others, you know, just key shots like the Corey Kispert play, that was one, and Monte Morris just playing a solid overall floor game. Yeah, they they took that team lightly and, you know, got them. So the approach needs to be better, especially when you get ready for a team like the New Orleans Pelicans, who are right there at the top of the Western Conference. You have to stay on top of your game against this team because they will – Put you in uh they will put you down quickly and we've seen it in the past where the pelicans have done just that to the sixers and they will face them on friday in the first game of a back-to-back saturday at oklahoma city when we come back we'll talk about tyrese Maxey a little bit maybe coming back this weekend again and also some struggles going on for a couple of the sixers players right now even in the winds uh, guys are starting to you know hit a little bit of a wall we'll see we'll talk about that when we get back right here on Locked On 76ers. Let's talk about pride. Let's talk about not prize. We already talked about them, man. Forget y'all. It's like, no, nah, I'm just joking. Let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball. You know, we got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, we can even find those on BetOnline as well. You're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. And I'm telling y'all, definitely do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Absolutely. Make sure you guys uh, do it today. And uh, final segment for us here on Locked On 76 is Keith Pompey, uh, Devon Givens here with you. 
And uh, sorry, so Keith, we, we're here. We saw Tyrese Max, as you talked about on the uh, podcast the other day before the game on Tuesday morning, that he's going to be traveling with the team. He was there in Washington, D.C. I uh, saw some video also of you putting up uh, some video where he was getting some shots up in in uh, in the pregame workout or the day off that they had, that he was getting some, some shots up there. So uh, nothing has changed, right? It still looks like. Everything is cool. Doc Rivers also mentioned that he was scrimmaging a little or running a little bit with the team, with the team that you know, trying to get the the team that has to get their work in. He was a part of that group. Yeah. What happened is so on on uh, Monday. Monday, they had a low minute group. So what they do is they scrimmage and what it is at the low minute guys and and dudes from like like J.J. Reddick, uh, no, J, um, not J.J. Reddick, excuse me. He can help. T.J. Um, DeLeo, um, Reggie Reddick, Reggie Redding, Redding yes. and stuff, people like that. They Player they, development guys. Player development guys. So they played with them. Now, the video that I showed was actually of him after shoot-around, you know, competing in the three-point contest. So, yeah, you know, it, everything seems to be trending. You know, the Sixers are really cautious. They don't want to ever give out a date, a definite, because then what happens is if you give out a definite and that person doesn't make it, then all of a sudden they're like, they got to talk about this guy having a setback. So what they tend to do is they always like, hey, he could return as early as, you know, this and that, right? So I think that's what they're doing. So, you know, right now, you know, the Sixers are off today. What they typically have is their low-minute guys, if they do it today, um, the low-minute guys will, will work out. And then tomorrow they'll have practice, and, and he'll be at the practice. And, and then you'll see, you know, from there on basically a lot of times is how do you get up the next morning? How does your foot feel? How does this and that? But I kind of feel – I, I kind of expect him to, if not play on Friday – to play on Saturday. But if he plays on Friday, I would be shocked if he played on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I also don't think he's going to do a, a back-to-back type of thing. Mm-hmm. No, not – no. They play on Monday. Uh, so take pick one of these games and then play on Monday against the Pelicans and, and see see how he feels for, for that game and then get him right back into the swing of things. And uh, you see the struggles that some of the guys have had. Melton was off. Harris was off. Uh, in these last two games, also Melton played a little bit better against the Knicks. Tobias struggled a little bit uh, with the shot. He's been so good that you know it was bound to happen that he's going to have one of these off nights. And right now, he's not able to really knock down his three-point shot as we've been so accustomed to seeing. At one point, he was shooting sixty percent from three in the month of December. That that was going to cool off at some point. And uh, so right now, he's hitting a little bit of a wall at, at this point uh, for Tobias Harris. Not concerned about it, just simply pointing out as we talk about all these games. And as you mentioned, uh, most of those guys in single digits, uh, you know, last night where James Harden, Joel Embiid were able to really have their way and uh, just not getting uh, enough from everyone else in in the game on Tuesday. So Tobias struggling a little bit in these last two. Yeah, Yeah, he struggled a little bit. Like, you know, the last he's been 0 for 9 in the last two games. From three, right? Yeah, from three. Yeah, but it, but it's is you know yeah outside of that, I mean, you take away the, those threes, 
you know, Chicago, I mean, uh, Tobias shot seven for 10 outside of those three. So he shot seven for 14, but mm-hmm. he shot seven for 10, you know, from, you know, two point range. He only got to the foul line one time. He made that foul shot. Um, he did have two blocks and, and, and one still. And the thing about Tobias is, and he said this before, you know, is, is a, a matter of him continued and shoot it, shoot it, keep shooting it. And you'll get in the rhythm. And if you really want to think about it, the game before that, he only was two for six on threes against the Clippers, right? So, yeah, yeah, so, you know, so when you add all that up, it's what, you know, uh, two for two for 15. Yeah, so, so, you know, he's been in a little bit of slump, like you said. But, you know, my my, my thing is, as long as he continues to attack and he continues to, 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 to uh, hoist those shots. And and because, you know, last game, it seemed like he did more attack in the basket mm-hmm. than, than he did the other one. So, you know, just he has to continue to stay aggressive. I think I think the attack in the basket more so because of the three-point shots you're talking about is because it hasn't been falling. So he just wants to get those shots to go and then have that good feel when the ball swings to him back again on the perimeter so he can start to get back into a really good groove from beyond the three-point line. So I'm not worried about it. It was just something that, of course, we got to yeah. highlight because he has been so hot from deep, uh, you know, from beyond and from behind the three-point line that he has cooled off a little bit. And I expect him to be able to get it back again. But those things that he has done throughout the month and even back into November where he was shooting so well, that has opened up the drive because now they have to close out on him harder when he's behind the three-point line because he has shown that he can knock it down consistently. So uh, see if he get his, gets it back on Friday against the New Orleans Pelicans. I expect it to, to be that way. And uh, they're going to have to be on top of their game because that's a pretty good squad there out west. All right. All right. We got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports today, the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Keith, you mind telling the good folks where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts at, and especially especially on this podcast right so i'm saying so uh, what you want to do is become a subscriber you know you uh go to uh locked on 76ers youtube click on the liberty bell and you become our um a, a subscriber um d is going to be off today today and tomorrow uh 97.5 fm my brother is chilling mm-hmm. but he'll be back on friday so make a point to go there on Friday and, and listen to my man D. Um, but then at the same time, make sure you keep up with him on Twitter. That's Divine G975. You can follow me on Pompeii on Sixers. And you can follow me um on the Philadelphia Inquirer. Now, like D, I won't be um, I'll be, you know, I won't be at the games this weekend in, in New Orleans or OKC. But uh, make sure you follow the inquiry and, and read our articles. Absolutely. And uh, got to let people know that Keith came on the radio show yesterday. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Yeah, yeah, always good. And again, thanks for making Locked On 76 is your first listen today. Make sure you check out Locked On Sports today for your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. 
Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. That's Locked On Sports Today podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Keith, enjoy your couple of days uh, away uh, from the team as we get ready for the new year. I'm sure you'll be ramping it back up then. And uh, we will get back together tomorrow, though, to preview the game against the New Orleans Pelicans. Thanks, man. Same to you, bro. Peace. Appreciate it. Thank you all.